Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by Natasha Khalil. She is a postpartum corrective exercise specialist and occupational therapist. I am so excited to dive into our conversation today. Natasha, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Definitely. So share with us a little bit about yourself and your story. Yeah. So I am an online business owner. I own Fit Mama Santa Barbara. Started off probably about eight, nine years ago. So I was working in healthcare. I was an occupational therapist working in a very busy skilled nursing facility. And we all know the burnout can get real, really um, intense there. So then I got pregnant, had my daughter, and I decided that I needed to do something that felt good to me. And so it all started as like a little side project. I was training some of my mom friends on the side. I was posting some information online about postpartum rehab, because what I realized is it was so much harder than I expected. And that's coming from someone like I had already been a personal trainer. I'd been in the rehab field and then I got pregnant myself and I was like, whoa, this, uh, this is not what I anticipated when it comes to recovering from this. So I kind of just started off, yeah, as having fun, sharing my message And now nine years later, I run a full-time business and I have left the healthcare field and I'm doing it. So it's been really fun. Cheers to that, you know, for doing it scared because I left a career in healthcare too. And it's hard because- Because it's consistent. Yeah, ah, exactly. It's that consistent income. It's okay. I went to school for a really long time in order to have this skill set. I have- all these things happening. I have those golden handcuffs on and I'm walking away from it. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it has been the most freeing decision I have ever made. Yep. Do you feel the same? And what I realized too is I was for for a long time, I was really trying to do both. And then you get to a point where you're not really doing anything well. So I was doing, I ended up switching into home health. So I'm juggling, running around all around town all day, juggling all these clients while still running my personal training business, while taking more courses online and trying to promote my online side of my business. And so essentially, I felt like I was working three full-time jobs. This is getting insane. And so as soon as I opened up, but it was always that place of fear, right? Mm -hmm. But as soon as I opened up that space in my schedule, in my brain, then the online side of it just took off because that's where I was focusing my energy. Exactly. That is so true. Opening that space and overcoming fear, questioning that fear. That's where that shift can really take place. Mm. I'd love to how you mentioned your expectations of being pregnant and motherhood were totally different than reality because I felt that same way. You know, I had in my mind before I had kids, okay, I'm going to take three months off. I'm going to have this maternity leave. I'm going to organize every single room in my house. I'm going to have everything cleaned. I'm going to snuggle with my baby and do all the things. I think I sat on the couch for three months, like nursing my kid. Oh, like, it absolutely. Was rough. It was not at all what I anticipated it being. 
And then, like you said, you know, you were working three full-time jobs, essentially, you know, being a mom is a full-time job. And then you add on your career in healthcare, training, learning, growing the business. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing that gets very overwhelming very quickly. And what I found too, is even from a physical standpoint, when, so I was previously very active. I was doing CrossFit, I don't know, four or five days a week before I got pregnant. And then I was actually put on activity restrictions because I had some complications. And so for someone like me to go from working out five days a week to not working out at all means I gained 60 pounds with my pregnancy. I had some pretty severe diastasis recti. And I also had a 10 pound baby. So (laughs) yes. So then afterwards, it was not as simple as, oh, I'm just going to go back to the gym and jump right back into it. And that's where the light bulb kind of went off. And I'm like, I feel like there isn't enough conversation around this. And you have to remember, this is, like I said, almost nine years ago, where Instagram was just kind of new and fresh. And so there wasn't that dissemination of information like there is now. And so I actually had no idea what to do in order to help myself. And so if I felt like that coming from a fitness background, how do other people feel? Exactly. But I love how you took that opportunity, that challenge that presented itself to you that, you know what, if other, if I'm feeling this way, other people definitely have to be feeling this too. Absolutely. And it was really fun. It was really fun to figure out how I was going to help other women in that way. So like I said, I started off, I actually started with just a walking club. I'm like, okay, let's do a stroller walk. Right. And this was all completely free. I was like, anyone that wants to join me, come join me. Then that transitioned into workouts in the park. So then I was running these like mommy and me workouts in the park. Right. And then that transitioned into then opening up my own studio because everyone was like, we need this in town. So can you do this? And then of course COVID hit. So totally derailed my whole studio ideas. And it also made me realize that I didn't actually want to be a studio owner. I kind of hated it. (laughs) Uh, It was just like, it was not where, what I envisioned it to be. Let's put it that way. And so that's what really transitioned to the online piece because I'm like, okay, now I can share my message and help more people all over the place as opposed to just in Santa Barbara. So it's been really interesting to see how that's changed throughout the years. Yeah. And that evolution, isn't it cool to look back and to see how you can really connect all the dots that... Everything led you to the point where you are. You're exactly where you're you're meant to be. I mean, even your past experience as an OT working in healthcare, that gave you a skill set that you were able to educate those moms, that you are able to take all of that past experience and apply it to what you're currently doing. And I think so quickly, so often we're so quick to discount our abilities, discount the things we've learned. That is such a good point because that's something that took me a really long time to realize. And truly, I owe this to my husband. So he is a serial entrepreneur. He's always done. He's worked in a a million different capacities. And that was something that he was really driving home to me when I had that fear of leaving healthcare. Because in my mind, I'm like, I went to school for six years in order to get this degree to work as an occupational therapist. And now I'm throwing it out the window. That's essentially how I felt where I'm like, I could have been a personal trainer straight out of high school. So why would I leave in order to be a personal trainer? And that's what he really drove home for me is 
your years of experience have taught you things that other people do not have. And so you did not waste all this time in school. You are using that in order to better serve your clients today. Exactly. Exactly. And then you took back that power. That's where your power is. How did you overcome that fear? What steps did you take? Oh, um, I have to say pretty much everything I've done, because I am the person who will continue to do everything until something happens that forces me not to. Sure. Sure. (laughs) So many of us can relate. Yeah, I will full on admit that. So a couple of things happened in a short period of time that really threw me for a loop. So first thing was that I did get divorced. So my first husband and I split up. We're amazing now, very amicable, but that was when Addison was about three years old. So that gave me the incentive to find something that was more flexible because I was single momming it and it was very hard to go work a nine to five job and do all the other things. The second thing that happened was COVID. And I know for a lot of healthcare or for a lot of fitness professionals that changed the landscape, changed how we do business. And then the third thing was that there was so much more opportunity after COVID in the online space. And so, oh, and also I managed to have a back injury in there. So there was a period of time where I could not work out. And so that was really hard to go. I could not go and transfer clients out of bed and go crush my workouts and do all these things because my back was absolutely killing me all day long. And so it really opened my eyes to the fact that I needed to change something in my life because trying to do it all was not working. And that all led me to, like I said, this online piece where I'm working on my own schedule. I have more time with my daughter. I'm serving the people that I want to serve. So everything I do is for my ideal client. And I am much easier on myself and my body Because I'm not running around town all day trying to make everything work. Right. Because that leads to burnout. That leads to us just being these stressed out moms. But the opportunities right now in the time we're living in are incredible. That is the coolest thing about this is that you can literally, you have the world at your fingertips. You can share the value you bring to the table online so easily. It's just staying consistent. And I think that's where a lot of people quit so quickly is because it's not an overnight process. You know, it requires you thinking outside the box, taking those opportunities. When COVID happened, being creative of, okay, how can I make this work? And I think that's where a lot of us get stuck. And I think that's what gave me the confidence because if I had to do it on my own, if I had to make the decision, I'm going to close my studio and start investing in the online side of my business. I honestly probably wouldn't have done that for a long time. So it's some, sometimes it's when things happen in your life that force you to change. That really is the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Oh, that's so true. And I'm a huge believer in opportunities present themselves to you when you're ready for them. So that's part of it too, is like, I was at a point where I was ready, but I didn't have the confidence in myself. Right. Exactly. It's mindset. Honestly, I feel like mindset is 75 to 80% of business. You know, the strategies and tactics are, anybody can learn anything online, but getting past that fear like you did, that's the hard part. Is taking that, that leap of faith and just trusting and looking for those opportunities. And sometimes it does take a major event. You know, for me, that was COVID as well, right. where yeah. it was, okay, I was working 40 hours a week. I mean, at that point, I think I was like 
14 or 15 years into my career, mm-hmm. if that hadn't have happened, I'd still be there today. I would yeah, not be we doing know that. any exactly. of this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's leaning into that and seeking those opportunities. That's life changing. So let's shift a little bit here. You're a busy mom. You're trying to fit in all the things. You're trying to raise your kids while running a business. What tips can you give us for preventing burnout? So you said you have been, you know, had been in a place of burnout before. How do you navigate your day-to-day life as a business owner and mom? That is a great question and something that I talk about all the time because even me, I am not great at it some days. There are some times where I look at my schedule and I think, why did I overschedule myself like this? But there's a few things that I've started implementing that has really, really helped. So the first thing is that I time block my week. And I know we hear this a lot online, time blocking is the key to success, all these things. And I never really believed it, but I was at a point where there were some days where I would have clients in the morning and then I'd be filming and then I'd have Zoom calls and I'd have all these things and it was always unpredictable. And so that is what really fueled a lot of my stress. And it wasn't the fact that I can't do all these things. It's that every day was different. And then you throw kids in the mix and you throw other obligations in the mix. So it was really hard for me to find balance in my life. And I just felt like I was working all the time. So something that I started doing recently, maybe, yeah, I would say maybe six months ago is I've now made very clear boundaries in my schedule for when I do what. So for example, Monday, Wednesday mornings is when I work with clients. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays is when I film videos because switching back and forth, especially when you wear multiple different hats can be very stressful. And so at least I know if I have a day where I'm filming videos, I get up in the morning, I put my makeup on, I'm prepared for that. And I have nothing else to do except film videos. And so that makes me a way more productive and be far less stressed. <laughs> exactly. And who doesn't want less stress in their lives? Exactly. Um, the other thing that was recommended to me by a therapist, and once again, I am a go, go, go kind of person. I want to get all the things done in as short a period of time as possible. So I used to schedule everything back to back all day long. So say I had client appointments, I would have someone at 9, 10, 11, 12. And so she recommended to me to start adding in buffer time. Now, for someone like me, buffer time seems like a complete waste. I'm like, why would I add 15 minutes in between every person and then have to be working for an extra hour, right? But once I started doing that and really taking her advice of using that time to just reset, I also realized that that is so needed. If you are constantly running from one thing to the next, you're just running on adrenaline all day. So taking that buffer time to decompress and just even take 10 minutes to sit and have some water and relax before you jump into another client can be really mind or really life-changing. That it truly is. And those are such simple little shifts to make that can make such a big impact in your day. And I appreciate the fact that you shared that, you know, you're still working on this because it is something that takes practice for every single one of this one of us. So if you're listening to this, just know you're not alone. If you're struggling with those things, so are we. And it doesn't make you, you know, there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with that. And just practicing. And for me, same thing. I had to be intentional with how I used my time when I walked away 
from a schedule where I was literally handed a schedule at the beginning of my workday and I was seeing a patient every 30 to 45 minutes. Yep. And so when I became a full-time business owner, suddenly I had all of this time. So I had to be very strategic about, okay, how can I maintain my focus? Where can I focus that energy? And by realizing, okay, I've run on a schedule for the last 16 years, I need to figure out how to translate that now into my business because that's what my brain's conditioned to do. And it still takes practice. It takes being intentional, but being able to have that focused energy, Mm -hmm. it does. It makes you so much more productive. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that's come up, and I was thinking about this as you were talking, is that there's always things that get in the way and there's always unexpected challenges. So as moms, for example, today, I intentionally planned this podcast to be on a Tuesday where we the kids were at school. There's no housekeepers. There's nobody here. Instead, we have both kids home sick from school. The painters just showed up at eight o'clock before I jumped on with you. <laughs> and my husband and the two dogs are here. So when, no matter how hard you try to plan, things always happen. And I find with kids, especially, this has been a terrible season of sicknesses. The kids are home all the time. I'm like, why do we, why do we send them to school? I don't understand. (laughs) And so that makes it really challenging when you're a type A person like myself. And I'm like, but this is what I had scheduled for today. And now I need to shift everything around. So I think giving yourself that grace and having that mental flexibility is really a great skill to have. And it's something, like I said, that I am still working on. But I've gotten much better. It's okay. Let's take a deep breath. How can we problem solve this? How can I still make it work? And what can I do? Because I am ultimately my own business owner. So I get to make the decisions. So it doesn't always have to be exactly what I had on my schedule. And I think we forget that a lot that I am my own business owner. Like I can run this business however I want to run it. Isn't that a beautiful thing when you think about it? It absolutely is. Oh, I had so much guilt when I started shifting around my schedule to only see clients two days a week because I'm like, oh, like I feel bad. I'm not seeing clients every day. And then finally I had to step back and be like, it's my business. If I want to only see clients on Mondays and Wednesdays, I can. That's what I can do. Yes. And if they don't like it, they're not my clients. (laughs) Exactly. You're magnetizing those ideal clients to you. If they want you, if they want to be working with you bad enough, they're going to make it work. They're going to find a way to make it work. So we need to stop chasing. And like you said, just giving ourselves a little bit of grace because this world is crazy enough as it is that if we can just learn to embrace the chaos. Yes. It'll be such a better dynamic for our family, for our business, for our lives. Absolutely. Natasha, this was a fabulous conversation today. I loved talking with you. Where can we learn more? So I am on all social media at FitMamaSB, like Santa Barbara. I'm fairly active on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest. Pinterest has been blowing my mind. Very funny. But uh, so you can find me there. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions regarding postpartum fitness, recovery after baby, getting back into a routine with school-aged children. That's kind of what I focus on. And that's the kind of people that I love to serve. I do have a great freebie. So if you go to my website, fitmamasb.com slash core dash challenge, I have a 12-day core challenge that's directed at busy moms. We're talking 10 minutes a day. You go in, you do the workout, you check it off, you move on with your day. So I urge you to go check that out because that is a really great resource. 
That is amazing. Natasha, thank you again so much for taking time out of your chaotic, unexpectedly uh, not as planned day today. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 